Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. I guess the general question is this, and I was talking about, I was actually talking to somebody in my office today. They were saying, well, you know, five and seven's not, not bad or not great, but you did go to a national championship game the previous season. So is that the attitude of TCU fans? How is the fan base feeling? And, uh, you know, what's, what's just kind of the general sense right now for the Horned Frogs? I wouldn't say that's the general mood. I mean, I think there are, there's definitely people that were super grateful for last year. And I do feel like Sonny walked into a situation with a lot of upperclassmen that had underachieved at that point. And he was able to unlock uh, a new level and they caught some breaks and they won a great run this year, sort of uh, on paper was like, okay, here's, here's, a year one in reality, right? Like this is what a year one looks like for a lot of coaches. When they come into a new situation, you got young players, you're trying to um, fill some holes with the transfer portal, new faces. And they didn't, they didn't compete well. I mean, there were concerning things to me about this season. Um, I thought Sonny was a great CEO and somebody who Mm kind of put a staff together well and could just let them do their jobs um joe gillespie really struggled in his second year they decided to move on from him kind of late in the process but they made a a move quickly which i know we'll talk about that later and i thought kendall bryles wasn't super impressive in year one as an offense coordinator now they're going to give him another year to figure this out but i mean honestly josh like sonny's an offensive guy so even if you're breaking in a new coordinator if that's the identity of your football team you would expect that that's going to be a unit that kind of leads the charge. That wasn't the case. They were really bad in the red zone. They turned the ball over a lot. Um, So, I mean, the question now is, okay, you showed that you can have a really good season and compete in the big 12 and complete compete nationally. Can you consistently do that? Right? Like, can you build the roster the way you want it, construct it and uh, with players that you evaluate and, be good on a year to year basis because one of the frustrating things about the year Patterson era, and it's funny, we were talking off air about other teams around the conference and Baylor's kind of gone through this too, where it's like the highs have been really high. And then there's, you know, a two and 10 or a three and nine sprinkled in there too. Yeah. TCU hasn't been that drastic, but this is their third five and seven season in four years. And I mean, bowl games have not been a guarantee. And there just doesn't seem to be much of a middle ground. It's like top of the development cycle when you got a lot of juniors and seniors and everything's working well. Yeah, you can compete for a Big 12 title. You can maybe get in the playoff and win a game. But the in-between years, you're fighting for bowl eligibility. And uh, I don't think it's ridiculous to expect a coach to at least feel a team that can go 7-5 and five or 8-4 and four on a year-to-year basis with the resources he has. But they're going to have to prove that now. And – um, 
you know, the, the vibes just weren't great all year long. So it, it, I think the, the pendulum swung much further to the other direction than people expected. And for the most part, I would say people still believe in Sonny and his vision, but um, it's definitely not the optimism they had coming into the season. Yeah, they lost a lot of close games this year too, right? I mean, they lost uh, yeah. the Colorado game as a one-score game. You know, you look back on that and it's like TCU's better team. Now, and, and even in the moment too, TCU felt like the better team. Those red zone picks were just a combination yeah. of terrible They're decisions bad. with bad, with bad, obviously, play calling too. And then you go to the West Virginia game and there was like that. I mean, it felt like they didn't score for two hours in the second half, right? Yeah. Just couldn't move the ball at all. Then they have that game against Texas Tech where – they had the ball at the end of the game, but like mistakes, some defensive stuff did them in. They couldn't run the ball that well in that game, which was strange. And then the Texas game, which like they were behind the eight ball most of the time. So these were games where like the way they lost was really just a hodgepodge. I mean, it was a, and there are a couple mm-hmm. of blowouts in there too, but like a hodgepodge of how they lost. And you go back to the championship season or the championship season, the game they were, you know, they were in the championship game. Like, they had close games, sure, against some lesser competition, but man, they they beat the brakes off Oklahoma, and they looked like a much more talented team doing it too. The Texas game, they physically dominated Texas. I mentioned this all the time. They never like they they once the injury happened against K State, they were dominant in that game too. And then you know their loss to K State was a really close game, lost by inches, right? I mean, really just yeah. inches in that game. And then you have the game against Michigan, they never trailed. And look, I know they got hammered by Georgia, but like this. You were so right. It felt like maybe Sonny struggles with having to do the hands-on thing. And with this group right now, he's going to have to be a bit more hands-on, or he's going to have to crush it with the kind of guys that he brings in the portal, especially. So I think from an overall standpoint, like it's nice to see them be competitive, but I'm just, I was just underwhelmed with the results and like the way they looked. Like they yeah. had these, I mean, Savion Williams has got potential, but just didn't show up. And they ran the ball really effectively at times. They couldn't do that. Like it's, you know, Josh Hoover takes over and it seems like the running game really struggled and mm-hmm. they're passing pretty well, but maybe it was that because they were down in games, right? You know, that, is that a big part of it? Then the big Jared Wiley game, it's like, well, why don't we see more of this? You know, mm-hmm. why couldn't we get the tight end more involved? There's just, they just never hit any kind of meaningful stride, right? They really never did. And um, I don't know if I can say for sure, like, I think it'll get turned around, I think that program's got the resources. I think Sunny Dykes can do it, but like mm-hmm. I can't say for sure that they will. I don't think anybody can say for sure it was just a blip on the radar. Yes. I mean, I feel like the maybe a good way to put it, the worst, the biggest concern is they didn't have an identity this year. Like yeah. at times early in the season, it looked like after the Houston and SMU games, I thought, okay, they want to run the ball with Monty Bailey. Like that's what they do well. It's what when they're at their best, they run the ball with Bailey. You know, Chandler makes some throws and they play decent defense and they can win games. But then, as you said, like West Virginia and beyond, they had some injuries on the O-line, which didn't help. But suddenly they just couldn't get any push. They couldn't block. And -hmm. I think that affected the play calling. And Hoover came in and they started started to air it out. You know, the one consistent thing in all those losses was the turnovers. You had the turnovers against Colorado. Um you know, against West Virginia, couldn't score and, and turn the ball over a few times, gave them a short field. Against Texas, Hoover threw like one of the – I mean, it was it was one decision, yes. so I'm not going to kill him for it. But he just yeah, threw it was this one of the duck. worst interceptions ever. He threw a duck right before halftime, and it was picked. And at the time, it was like, okay, you're down 20 points at halftime instead of 13. Who cares? But then they end up coming back, and they lose that game by one score. So in some ways, it was like, 
all right, uh, maybe maybe if you don't do that or if it plays out differently, you have a better chance. But um, I and I don't even really know what to make of of Josh. I think he did some things really well. I feel like he was put in a tough situation. But like yeah. both the Oklahoma game and the Texas game, things really started to turn, as you said, once they were down by three or four scores. And to their credit, like they made they made it a game and you know, they got within a score of Texas a couple times at a Oklahoma game, they cut it to fourteen and at least gave the defense a chance to make a stop to make it interesting, which they couldn't do. But he he thrived against bad competition and like BYU and Baylor he had great nights. And then later in games when it was pretty obvious, all right, we got to throw, we got to hurry it up and move forward. So I feel like there's some building blocks with him, but I'm not sure that, like, I can't say defensively, he's going to be a great quarterback going into next year. So there's a lot of questions that have to be answered. And I, I like what they've been doing so far early in the off season, but even now I don't, I I can't really say what they're going to hang their hat on. Like Amani Bailey just declared for the draft. They're kind of trying to rework this O-line, but now you don't know who your running back's going to be. Um, is it going to be airing the ball out with Josh Weaver? Maybe that's like maybe that's the direction they go, but I don't have a great answer for you at the moment of what the what the change is going to be on this team, at least on offense. On defense, they have a new coordinator, but at least offensively, that's going to uh, give this team more stability moving forward. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.